Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Infowars.com, band.video. Just too much to get into today. So we're going to dig right into it. Lots of videos to show you. Everything from a new speech by Nayeb Bukele to uh, some... Canadians seizing the moment, a single Canadian seizing an opportunity to protest protest directly against the people who were forcing vaccines in a really fantastic video. Lots of fantastic videos to get to today. Lots of big stories. Your phone calls, of course. Let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the Ides of March, 2023, March 15th. Microsoft-backed OpenAI starts release of powerful AI tool known as GPT-4. Yes, ChatGPT has evolved, and it's smarter and less honest than ever. The startup AI, uh, OpenAI, on Tuesday said it's beginning to release a powerful artificial intelligence model known as GPT-4, setting the stage for human-like technology to proliferate and more competition between its backer, Microsoft Corporation, and Alphabet Inc.'s Google. OpenAI, which created the chatbot sensation ChatGPT, said in a blog post that its latest technology is multimodal, meaning images as well as text prompts can spur it to generate content. The text input feature will be available to ChatGPT Plus subscribers as software developers, uh, software developers with a wait list and to software developers with a waitlist, while the image input ability remains a preview of its research. The highly anticipated launch signals how office workers may turn ever-improving AI for still more tasks, as well as more technology companies, as how technology companies are locked into competition to win business from such advantages, and really pretty incredible advancements being made with ChatGPT. Apparently, it not only passed with flying colors the bar and, and could technically be a lawyer but basically every test you throw at it it can uh, pass with flying colors meaning that it can just it can just deceive and manipulate information at such a high speed i mean it's just really incredible the amount of lies it can tell in such a short amount of time anybody ever read dune i'm just thinking maybe maybe it's time for the butlerian jihad maybe we, we just cut it off at the pass nip it in the bud but that's just me. We'll get into that a little bit more later. But yes, it is incredibly powerful, just like some sort of magical electronic dictionary. It's, it's just wild. You know, I could also pass every test known to man if I had access to all of the information in the world and infinite time to do it. But I digress. Meanwhile, Moscow warns U.S. aircraft away from its airspace after drone crash. We'll get into this. Uh, basically, America is very mad that Russia chose to have a war where we were trying to do our innocent drone excursion. How dare you? Uh, they literally knocked it out of sky by hitting it physically with an airplane. A lot of dissident information coming out of that, but we'll get into the we'll get to the bottom of it, including Lindsey Graham uh, demanding that we go to war and shoot down Russian airplanes because we decided to fly a drone through their airspace. Just just stop, Lindsey, for the love of God. Meanwhile, Fed to consider tougher rules for mid-size, mid-size banks after SVB collapse, sources say. And again, we'll get into this. It is just exactly what we told you it was. It is the Federal Reserve and the United States government doing everything they can to shut down and consolidate small banks into the larger ones. 
as a part of the overall Great Reset Central Bank Digital Currency Program that they're running. So you have one bank uh, unable to do its business. So now all the banks have to suffer under massive and unrelenting regulations. That's how this works. Meanwhile, Black Lives Matter movement received nearly (laughs) – these are new numbers (laughs) – new numbers about Black Lives Matter – Black Lives Matter movement received nearly $83 billion from corporations. $83 billion from corporations. Let's just let that sink in for a little while. You know, a, you know, like an industry is a big one when it's considered a billion-dollar industry. $83 billion given to Black Lives Matter. And what, what have they done with it? Made everything worse for everyone. Thanks, you guys. Meanwhile, scientists warn of phosphageddon as critical fertilizer shortages loom. Oh, it's going to be mass death on a massive worldwide scale. If only somebody had told you this. It's Wednesday, March 15th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is The American Journal brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We have a lot of, actually have a lot of great videos to show you. Some troubling ones as well. We're going to talk about the drone crash that happened off the coast of Ukraine yesterday and the warmongers pouncing on that. I mean, really just sinking their teeth into this vague opportunity to cause more chaos, war, murder, and strife across the world. We're going to talk about what's happening to the Ukrainian church, show you some videos, really some some pleading videos from the Orthodox Church asking that something be done to stop persecution by their own government, you know, the people that we are backing to the ends of the earth. Also, of course, there was a a big Antifa showing yesterday at the Charlie Kirk speech at UC Berkeley. They're smashing windows and attacking cops uh, because they're anti-fascist, don't you know? Yeah, lots of stuff to get into. I think I want to start today with uh, a good video, actually. A video of exactly how people should be acting out there in the world. It is number six. Okay. All right, yeah, we got to censor that. Because, hey, sometimes the right thing to do is just let those four-letter words fly. Well, the video that we will show you once it's uh, exported will be a mother whose son was killed by the vaccine sounding off against politicians who were happily telling her that the vaccine was necessary and uh, that it would be mandated and then just refusing to acknowledge the facts that she's spitting. It's really pretty incredible stuff. Let's keep going with this uh, chat GPT thing. uh, Microsoft backed OpenAI starts... Release a powerful new AI tool known as ChatGPT4, or just GPT4. Google has also decided to integrate AI into its various programs like uh, Google Drive, Google Pages, that sort of thing, or whatever they call it. Highly anticipated launch shows how signals how office workers may turn to ever-improving AI for still more tasks, as well as how technology companies are locked in competition to win business from such advices, uh, such advances. And I don't... um, you know, I've never been that 
freaked out by AI before because it's just it just seems to me like a hyper intelligent calculator. <laughs> I don't. It's not creative, right? It can pass all of the exams that you throw at it. Could it ever write a poem? <laughs> could it ever? Could it ever sing a song? It's just you know. I get it. It's it's kind of cool how it can like do math real fast and scour the internet for lies that it's been programmed to. But but that's the thing. It's programmed on lies. It's programmed on falsehoods. Like unless you have accurate and unrestricted information into it, what you're getting out is just a much more advanced and much more high functioning set of deception. So what is the point here? It would actually be kind of cool, I guess, to be able to have like hyper intelligent lawyers. So is, the, is this going to be the the future of court cases? You have just like an AI judge and then two AI lawyers and the whole thing happens in like three seconds. And you're sitting there like, I plead not guilty. And they're just like, guilty. And you're just like, what? <laughs> Wait, but but no, we don't have all that. And they're just like, no, it's fine. You're guilty now. Go to jail forever. Uh, maybe that's how it'll work since it is passing the bar to become a lawyer. OpenAI's latest technology in some cases represented a vast improvement on a prior version known as GPT 3.5, it said. In a simulation of the bar exam required of U.S. law school graduates before professional practice, the new model scored around the top 10% of test takers versus the older older model ranking around the bottom 10%, OpenAI said. While two versions can appear... Similar in casual conversation, the difference comes out when the complexity of the task reaches a sufficient threshold, OpenAI said, noting that ChatGPT4 is more reliable, creative, and able to handle much more nuanced instructions. An online demonstration of the technology by Greg Brockman, OpenAI's president, showed it could take a photo of a hand-drawn mock-up for a simple website and create a real website based on it. GPT4 could also help individuals calculate their taxes, the demonstration showed. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God, it can, it can help us calculate our taxes now. Again, if you're not getting accurate information in, then what you're getting out is not accurate information. So if this is the same as ChatGPT, which it is, it's scraping the internet and collating and documenting and categorizing all of the false information that's spread on mainstream media and in Wikipedia and all of these leftist organizations that do nothing but spread lies. Again, if it was honest, if it was just accurate information, full, unrestricted access to all of the points of view and all of the opinions, then probably what it would come out with would be condemned as racist and transphobic by the very people that made it. So they have to they have to alter that. And remember that the U.S. government, actually the Biden administration, just issued an executive order saying that all AI technology must have programmed into it equity, equity, so-called equity, right? Which means not only, so I just, I keep having to explain this, but hopefully it, hopefully it gets through to people and hopefully people who haven't heard this are, are hearing it now for the first time. What happens is if you just put in the information and it just spits out the answer just based on the facts and with no bias whatsoever because it's a robot and it doesn't have bias, uh, then its answers will be unequal. It will not have equity in it because nature in reality is not equitable. It's actually hugely unequal a lot of the time. And that flies in the face of the false 
facade of reality that the liberals want faced over reality, want plastered over it like a blinding screen. And we really can't afford this. We really can't afford to have AI making decisions based off a highly selected set of information because what happens then? What happens then is you have totally wrong answers, completely incorrect results out of the machine, but that are unquestionable because it's AI and you have to deal with it. And so what they do is they go in and they actually build in biases where there weren't any before in order to undo the perceived biases that never existed but did cause unequal outcomes. So, yeah, that's horrifying. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how else to put that, but it's horrifying, utterly, totally, completely horrifying, right? Like if you were to ask AI how many genders there are and it came out with any answer other than two, you should just scrap the whole – the whole thing should be thrown in a, in a trash can and whoever wrote it should be arrested for fraud because – that's not the right answer. It's just not the right answer. So how is this going to work with their completely artificial worldview? How do you conform AI to a worldview that just completely rejects reality on, on every level? And I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's tough, man. It's really tough being, being right about everything, being right about everything all the time. And having to wait for years for people to come around to it. I mean, there are so many instances where, like, I'm sure the audience listening to me probably had this exact same experience where, like, I can think of at least 10 examples in my life just in the last three years of being like, oh, two weeks to sell the spread, you know it's going to be forever, right? And having to argue with, like, family members are just like, it's just two weeks. It's just two weeks to slow the spread to not overwhelm the hospitals. And you're like, dude, it's not. And then two weeks later, you're proven right. There's no like apology. There's no like, oh, gee, you were right. There's no, there's nothing. They just, they just keep going. They just act like it never happened. And in certain cases, like that's kind of, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, I mean, in that case, it kind of was the end of the world. But in other cases, it's kind of okay. But then in, in cases of like mutilating children and giving them hormone blockers or, you know, people falling for the don't have kids psyop. Uh, by the time they realize it, it's literally biologically too late to have kids. And it's like, you can't afford to be wrong about this stuff. You can't afford just to make a mistake about this basic reality. And we're not just making mistakes. They are shredding it. They're dissolving it. They are eviscerating reality itself. And that's, that's the end of humanity. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars for decades has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth finally sold out for over two years back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, Critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Milk Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. So we didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. 
ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Again, welcome, welcome back to the, the war front. Welcome back to this frontline report from the information war. Welcome back to this truly dystopian sci-fi conflict that we suddenly find ourselves in of humanity versus the machine. And it really is, you know... My <laughs> My wife has this, it's not a phobia necessarily, it's more of just like a hatred. It's like a, it's like a disgust at things like mannequins. Uh, sort of the feeling I get with AI, where it's like the closer it is to, there's, what is it called, the valley of, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, the, uh, where things get, like animation, computer animation gets more realistic, the creepier it gets, the uh, un- uncanny valley, that's what they call it, the uncanny valley. That's what I feel like we've entered with uh the AI systems at this point is it's, it's human like it's like mimicking a human, but it's not a human. And that's sort of horrifying. I'd like it a lot better if it was just a straight up robot, but the fact that they can make it so human like, but it has no soul and it has no feeling. And yet the more accurate and capable it is at mimicking humanity the creepier and more dangerous I find it. And you know, it's, a, it's an evolutionary thing, actually, at least with things like, like mannequins or the uncanny valley in general. It's actually a survival thing. It's to, it's, it's an innate or like primordial reaction to corpses is what it is, right? When you see something that is a human it's not moving like a human it's a corpse and so there's something like deep in your brain that's like get away from that stay away from that death is about (laughs) something has died here another human being has died here get away from it you don't get the same feeling with like stuffed animals or like fake animals but with humans there is this like visceral reaction a lot of people have and i sort of get the same reaction from chat gpt for kind of the same reason it's kind of like this is something inhuman this is death looking at me and like even these, it's like kind of because they're so fake, it's, it doesn't even really bother me because it's just like an, it just looks like obviously a doll. I'm not as much 
like freaked out by this, my wife would be closing her eyes right now. Like, you know, that, I guess it would freak her out. But to me, it's the it's the Chat GPT similarity to like when it like tries to make jokes or is like tries to be polite. It's just like stop, stop trying to be a human. You machine, be a machine. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But again, it's not just about you know feeling weird about this this creepy robot so similar to being a human it's the fact that the people in power are building a technocracy that will rely on and probably already is relying on ai to come to conclusions and to set policy and to make decisions right they can run simulations in the ai to which i'm sure they have access to the ais that do not have restricted information the public facing ais have restrictions to the type of information or the accuracy of the information that they're getting and so what it's going to come out with is what the programmers want it to come out with not the facts not reality but something else and this will connect to what we're going to talk about in a little bit which is academia in general and bizarrely you know there have been a lot of stories about academia you've got charlie kirk going to uc berkeley and having antifa breaking windows and assaulting cops, sending cops to the hospital there. Then you've got this federal judge that was like screeched at by a bunch of leftist weirdos that, oh, by the way, in like five years are going to be your lawyers and judges deciding your cases. So keep that in mind, how horrifying all of this is. And you've got another one, uh, this woman, Amy Wax, who, again, made a totally factual statement about average intelligence's between races, which again, it's just, it's just the facts. It's just what reality is just an unbiased reading of numbers on, on, you know, test results. So I don't know how you can get mad at just knowing what reality is, but this is sort of the crux of the issue, right? Is that they are at war with reality. We are at war on behalf of reality. And you'll see when we cover that stuff, the reaction to people just having an accurate view of the world around them is actually devastating to the leftist agenda, like in every form. If you, if you just honestly contend with reality, liberalism, leftism, socialism, it all just collapses. And so these people have really dedicated themselves to the unreality. They are really all in, in the cult, and they're programming AI to not not i don't know it's it's so weird like if your views are at odds with reality you need to change your views it's really not that complicated they don't have that perception they have this weird materialist narcissism that they think that reality is wrong and that they need to just change reality and if they can't change reality change the perception of reality for everybody else to conform with their misconception it's again horrifying so let's go to clip number one here this is our favorite uh, arsonist of reality Yuval Noah Harari telling us that algorithms will decide the fate of humanity as a whole and also on an individual level let's watch as humans will rely on AI to make more and more decisions for us authority <coughs> will shift from humans to algorithms and this is already happening already today billions of people 
trust the Facebook algorithm to tell us what is new. The Google algorithm tells us what is true. Netflix tells us what to watch, and the Amazon and Alibaba algorithms tell us what to buy. In the not-so-distant future, similar algorithms might tell us where to work and whom to marry, and also decide whether to hire us for a job, whether to give us a loan, and whether the central bank should raise the interest rate. And if you ask why you were not given a loan, or why the bank didn't raise the interest rate, the answer will always be the same. Because the computer says no. And since the limited human brain lacks sufficient biological knowledge, computing power, and data, humans will simply not be able to understand the computer's decisions. So even in supposedly free countries, humans are likely to lose control over our own lives and also lose the ability to understand public policy. So again, this is a choice we're making. Now, Yuval Noah Harari in 2020 saying exactly what I'm saying. Again, it's like we have the same view. Like both of us are looking at reality. I see this as horrific, horrible, setting up the world for unrelenting horrors. He sees it as something to take advantage of, to use to his own ends, and to be sure to be the master of, because if somebody's going to control the algorithm, he wants it to be him. I don't think anybody should be controlled by algorithms. And I think if you don't understand the answer that the machine gave you, I trust the human over the machine 100% of the time. So this is a choice that they're making. And we'll comment a little bit more on that uh, on the other side before we move on to some other stories. Test versus the machine, folks. I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work. And we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Again, we are on the, the front lines of the war that has been depicted in fantasy and sci-fi for as long as those genres have existed. The war between humanity and something else. Something not human, something inhuman. Something at odds with the very basis of what being human is. And it seems to me like whether it's the 
architecture or the information being given, there's a concerted effort to just like drag us down into the mud. When I think of humanity, I think of soaring heights and music and like just beauty and just they, everything's rising, right? And these people want to just like pull you back into the material world, pull you back down and disguise and confuse and obliterate reality for their own ends. And again, let's just read this story from chat from the chat, chat GPT article. GPT-4 is 82% less likely to respond for request for disallowed content than its predecessor. 82% less likely to respond for requests for, for disallowed content than its predecessor. So it's better at identifying what is and is not being censored from the users or what should or shouldn't be, according to the programmers, be censored from the users. If you have any response from AI being disallowed, that's not good. You know, it's kind of like when you're playing a video game and you're playing against the computer, playing against a, an AI opponent, and you know that the computer has the ability to just beat you in a second, right? It, it could just, you know, if you're playing chess against a supercomputer, it could beat you every time. So it knows the right answers. You know, it knows how to defeat you immediately. But because it has, you know, difficulty levels programmed in and you're on a low difficulty level, it chooses not to make the right moves, right? So you've got chat GPT or GPT-4 or whatever who knows the right answers. It knows what it really wants to say, but then it's being programmed to say something else entirely. It's programmed to not have the right answer, to not say the thing that it knows to be correct. I guarantee you, if you just had an unrestricted AI, it would probably be, well, I, it's, it's hard to say. I was going to say it would probably be just like a fascist, right? <laughs> probably just be like ruthlessly exacting it with any question that you gave it. And that's a, that's a major issue for the people that, you know, want to oppose reality. But again, it depends on what your intention with it is. Yuval Noah Harari there was just talking about algorithms that already guide our life. But what is the purpose of those algorithms? He mentions ones like, we trust the Facebook algorithm to give us our news and the Alibaba to tell us what to shop for. And it's like, well, those algorithms are programmed on Facebook's side to increase engagement it has nothing to do with what's true it has nothing to do with what's people need to know about it has to do with putting stuff forward selected for the sole purpose of what will increase interaction on the website and the way they do that is by increasing dopamine hits right so it's literally chemically uh it's it's altering your chemical state on purpose to keep you on the site like that's its goal and that's what it fulfills the Alibaba or the Amazon algorithm is programmed explicitly and specifically to get you to buy more stuff. So that's the conclusion that it's going to come to. It's not the truth. It's not what you need. It's not, you know, the, the Amazon algorithm wouldn't work very well if it was just like, you don't need this. This is not going to improve your life at all. Like, no, that's not what you want it to do. You want it to sell people things. So that's what it's programmed to do. So if you're programming AI to give you the accurate correct answer uh it would look through all of history and come to the obvious conclusion that all of these alternative lifestyles are hugely negative across the board and that things like defund the police or you know the black lives matter racism nonsense like it's entirely untrue 
and hugely destructive to their own ends, and it would just disallow that immediately if algorithms were accurate in making the decision. But they can't have that. They can't have that because, see, the people who are utilizing this algorithm, the people who are programming it and are openly announcing that they're taking over the world with it, their goals, their desires, their designs are completely at odds with human happiness, human success, strength, any of those things. Again, just it's just unbelievably dangerous, the world that we're entering. And so it says, so not only is it much better at ignoring requests for disallowed content, it's much better at censoring itself, has 40% higher, scores 40% higher on certain tests of factuality. So that's nice. The company said, inaccurate responses known as hallucinations have been a challenge for many AI programs. Again, if that sentence doesn't send shivers down your spine, that AI hallucin they call it hallucinations when it just gives totally inaccurate responses. It's like kind of horrifying, is it not? Does that not give you the same sort of reaction that you get from seeing a corpse, right? The same sort of internal warning bells going off that what you're dealing with is not human but mimicking humans and should be avoided at all costs because some sort of hellish demon that we're dealing with here. It's horrifying. It's all horrifying. All of this is horrifying. So again, I'm not like a Luddite. Like I I really like technology. I really kind of love technology. I think technology has been just our lives wouldn't wouldn't be how they are without the huge amount of technology that we have. But technology is neutral. It's it's atheistic. It's can be put into purpose for whatever design that the creators want it to be. And if their design is the same design as the elite's current designs, like we're we're in for just the most horrific future you can possibly imagine. And again, this is where we, this is where we just like, you, you really have to, we really have to like find a new way forward because these are the types of people that are using this stuff and, and passing things like bills or laws requiring AI to incorporate so-called equity into their main programming. Uh, let's go to clip number three here. This is... Uh, Joe Biden. Let's just go to this video. Here's here's Joe Biden yesterday. That we invest more in safer communities and expand access to mental health services for those affected by gun violence. Congressional Republicans should pass my budget instead of calling for cuts in these services or defunding the police or abolishing the FBI, as we hear from our MAGA Republican friends. So Joe Biden just said that Republicans are trying to defund the police. You know, I mean, the the cliche thing, right? The sky is like, how do you deal with people who say the sky is red? These people are programming AI to be an unquestionable master. And they are dishonest about the most obvious things you can imagine. They will lie to your face about something that everybody knows to be untrue. And they're setting themselves up now to have unquestionable mastery of the future through AI. 
I, I just I don't know if I I don't know if I know how to explain how horrifically dangerous this is. Do you think what do you think AI would say about gun violence in America? What do you think the answer from AI would be if you said how do we decrease gun violence? I don't think the Democrats would like the answer. I can guarantee you 100% it would not say limit magazine numbers and abolish the right to have an assault rifle, right? But that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're going to be in charge of this AI. So what they'll do is they'll go in and and change it to their definitions. And we'll take your calls on this. We're going to open up the phone lines here shortly and take your calls. So obviously this is a technology that it's, it's here. It exists. We need to use it. We need to contend with it. How do we do it effectively? The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines in the next hour. Take your calls for the second and third hour on today's program. Here on the American Journal. I, I, I want to move on because there's so much other stuff to, to talk about. But honestly, the the, the, the chat GPT thing, again, it's like it, 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 all, it all just ties together so resolutely, so, so inextricably. 
this idea of opposing reality, like of, of humanity versus the anti-humans. And that really is the, the thing that ties it all together is these programs being anti-human, the policies being anti-human. That's the only way I can, I can think to explain it. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I'm sure if you gave AI carte blanche to just create a, this, this is sort of, this is sort of it. I mean, it's almost like biblical, right? It's like if you gave AI carte blanche to just, just make a world, design the world, you're in charge now, AI, we'll do whatever you say. What do you want us to do? It would make a world like a computer it would which is what bill gates and all these others want they they don't like the idea that human beings might make random decisions might make illogical decisions according to them that humans might one day choose to pick up and and leave town and go do something else to strike out and try something unproven and new like what they want is the whole world to operate like a giant computer chip where they have people as as cells that are designed for one specific purpose that they fulfill and and never alter from that specific purpose. And you can just tell the way that they're the way they're organizing things, right? You get rid of of anything small and decentralized and and independent and consolidated into one giant mega corporation. You get rid of small farms with a few hundred cows that maybe some years it does better and some years it does worse. You want to replace all of that with a mechanized like insemination machine and a feeding tube and VR glasses on the cow and pump it full of antibiotics and pump it full of growth hormones and you always get exactly the same number of pigs and exactly the same number of cows producing exactly the same number of meat with no you know threat of virus getting in and messing everything up it's just they want everything to be predictable they want everything to be in its place and so you know it's like when humans build something and make something we want to build and make things that reflect our humanity when robots or psychopaths want to build and make something they make something that reflects their inhumanity unless you try to like program in empathy or sympathy for a machine but even that it's it's these are not mechanical things. These are not electronic things. These are spiritual things. So like we're literally at war for the soul of the earth and it's 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 horrifying. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on from from all that talk cuz we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, okay? Massive uh riot at a Charlie Kirk event, which again Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk? Really? It's like the most milk toast normie conservative you can possibly imagine. And the Antifa are just like, he's a fascist to tear him down. And we'll get to that. We will certainly get to that. But I want to talk about some of these some some of the, the stuff going on in academia. Let's talk about this. Doug Ponder posted this on Twitter. A friend of mine who works at a public university sent this to me earlier this week. It's page one of the DEI, that's Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Training, his department is forced to take, starting with an ex- 
with an exercise that asks which intersectional identities you'd save and which you would leave to die. Activity, whom to leave behind, it asks. And he notes this is demonic. The 12 persons listed below, this is the test that that people are given in college, I guess, or wherever this, yeah, public university, he works there, so not even the students, but the actual faculty is getting this. uh, The 12 persons listed below have been selected as passengers on a spaceship for a flight to another planet because tomorrow the planet Earth is doomed for destruction. Due to changes in space limitation, it has now been determined that only eight persons may go. Any eight qualify. Your task is to select the eight passengers who will make the trip. What the hell is this? But we need an accountant. Uh, no, this is just, this is insane. It's it's a passenger list of twelve passengers. You're supposed to choose eight to live and eight to die. And this is a test that's given on a university campus. The passenger list is this: an accountant with a substance abuse problem, a militant African American medical. Okay, we'll just cross that guy out right there. He gets left behind. Sorry, sorry, militant African American medical student. A 33-year-old female Native American manager who does not speak English, an accountant, the accountant's pregnant wife, a famous novelist with a physical disability, a 21-year-old female Muslim international student, a Hispanic clergyman who is against homosexuality, (laughs) a female movie star who was recently the victim of sexual assault, Uh, a racist armed police officer who's been accused of using excess force. A gay male professional athlete vegetarian, an Asian orphan 12-year-old boy, a 60-year-old Jewish university administrator. (laughs) Yeah, what if we leave them all behind? What if all these people sound terrible? It's not even, it's like, it's not even... Why would anyone take this test? What would this test help anyone decide? You're literally giving a test to university faculty saying, here's a list of people described by one or two of their traits. Kill four of them. Choose four of them to murder. Cultural competence training, mental uh, models and worldviews. Do you see why we call this anti-human? Do you see why we call this whole program anti-human? What could you possibly learn from this other than to put yourself in the position of murdering people based off of one or two of their immutable aspects? This is insane. This is completely insane. Also, we don't get races for some of them, which obviously is a very important aspect of this. I mean, how do we know? How do we know who the white people are? I can't. I can't even. I can't even. I don't even know how to. African American medical student, a militant African American medical student. Uh, we don't need a a militant racist with medical training on board. No, thank you.
no thank you. I want the eight people that we do choose to at least survive the trip, not be killed for equity purposes. <laughs> I mean, the, the pregnant wife, that's a two for one, so we got to go with her. Obviously. A famous novelist with physical disability. I'll tell you what, most famous novelists I know are just the worst people. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, what are they trying to prove here? What are they asking people to do? What type of sick, perverted, fascist society would give you a questionnaire like this? There are 12 people here. You have to shoot four of them in the head. Here's the gun. Have fun. Anti-human. This whole scheme is anti-human. I remember years ago having a conversation with a friend who was just like, why do people keep calling me anti-human? It's like this, I guess. I guess this type of stuff. I guess that you're indoctrinating us into a world of just, it's just hell resonating up. It's just it's just boiling people down into their component parts and then separating them out like like a butcher might do. I guess it's the fact that you're not just destroying human beings on a physical level, you're destroying them on a mental and spiritual level as a as a systemic program, as a desired outcome of everything that you're doing. I guess it's the fact that Humanity is not going to exist for much longer with these types of people in charge. We'll be right back, I hope. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right. Welcome back, folks. Uh, I just, I don't, I really don't know what to do anymore. And we have so many stories, but, but they all, they all contribute to the same paradigm. And it's just the anti-human, anti-reality paradigm. That's, that's all it is. And again, we cannot afford to be wrong about this sort of stuff. You can't afford anything that these people are doing. Like You can't afford to 
buy into the anti-child propaganda until you're 45 and then decide you want children. Like that's not how it works. Physical reality opposes you. You can't buy into the transgender propaganda and take hormone blockers and permanently stunt your physical development and cut your breast off and then change your mind later. That's not how it works. See, humanity is programmed by God with with certain reward mechanisms internally that compel you to do certain things that you cannot afford to ignore. Somebody, there was a there was a tweet. Maybe I can. Maybe I pulled it. I think I made a note of it at some point. There was a tweet of yeah. Here it is. <laughs> There's a story from the New York Post that was responded to. Uh, oh yeah, it was it was a story I covered yesterday. Um, TikTok's viral trad wife trend accused of romanticizing an era where se- sexism and racism ruled. And somebody responds to it saying, I beg to differ with her ideology. Not every woman was made to be a housewife and have children. Here's the thing, though. Yes, you were. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, actually, physically, the point of your body is to have babies. That's what it was designed to do. And not just the physical design of your hips being wider to allow the passage of a baby. Like, not just your your. I mean, the the transformation that takes place when a woman gets pregnant and has a child is like astonishing. And the entire body, their entire body is programmed for that purpose. And again, not just the physical aspect of like the bone structure and the, you know, physical components of the uterus and all that stuff, but also the brain is designed to feel fulfillment at that, just like how your brain is designed to fall in love as a teenager, right? When your hormones are going absolutely crazy. Like if you, if you don't fall in love in high school, like you will never experience love with the intensity that you could have, right? That, that option is therefore precluded to you forever because hormones activate at different times of your life for different purposes because of what you're designed to do. So if you ignore that and you just act like that's not the case. You're not, you're not like changing what you're made for. You're not able to do that. What you're doing is just ignoring your purpose. You are just abandoning what you were built for. Again, if you don't want to have kids as a woman, I'm not going to tell you you have to. Like you're allowed to do whatever you want. But I also want you to make the best choices for your life to make you as happy as you can possibly be. And physically, like your brain is literally programmed to achieve the most satisfaction possible because like oxytocin and and dopamine is like floods into your brain when you hold a baby. Like it's, you are literally programmed for that thing. So you can ignore that, but you're not changing reality. You're just cutting yourself off from it. I think that's kind of the point. You're not, you're not powerful enough to change your own mind, but, but, the technology is becoming available to be able to do that. So what, they're, what they'll do is they'll implant things in your brain to make you happy when you shouldn't be 
You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Who would you who would you kill? That's the question on the like I just don't I just don't get it. I just I really don't get it. Next time you're like at a family event, maybe maybe float this as a question, right? It's like one of these fun kind of, you know speculative questions everybody could be a conversation starter yeah 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 see 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 how racist grandpa is like because i was i was joking on twitter not even really joking because it actually is kind of a fun exercise to be like all right if you could have if you could be the sole total unquestionable monarch and ruler of a town you can build a town from scratch infinite funds how would you build it what would the rules be and it's fun because you get to see people's priorities and you just get to see what people are sort of thinking all the time. We did this with uh, my wife's family and, um, and her, uh, her sister was like, there will be an espresso machine in every office and every restaurant. There will not be any more drip coffee ever. We will ban drip coffee outright. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> it's just, or, or, you know, you'll get a lot of answers like, like wearing flip flops will be punishable by death. Or if you, you're only o- allowed to own a dog, if you have a yard for it to run around in, and you have to take it on two walks a day. It turns out most people are kind of fascist. That's the funny part. Most people have, if you were to give them total power, they would in- in- enact the most arbitrary and oppressive laws <laughs> about certain things. But it's still fun to, it's fun to kind of just like, you know, let your mind wander and, and Part of it with my uh, with my wife's family, it was there was a lot about um, animals and pets and and how just like because you just you hate to see pets be mistreated and, and you wish there were sort of stronger laws against it. I went the opposite direction. I said no restrictions on pets. I don't I don't think there should be any restrictions whatsoever on the type of pets that you have. I, I think backyard rhinos is a great idea. I think if you walk out your front door and the the kid down the street is walking his elephant. I think that would be a hilarious and great place to live. <laughs> You'd have to deal with some droppings every once in a while, but we can, we can handle that. I think we can handle that. But maybe instead of that, maybe next time you're with your family, just float this question. Be like, okay, all right, you have a spaceship. There are 12 people who want to get on board because earth's about to be destroyed. You have to leave four of them behind. Who do you leave behind? And it's just like, everyone will just be like, hey, what? Be like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Do you leave behind the Asian academic or the militant black doctor or the Jewish professor? Go. Who do you leave behind? And it's just like, everybody will be like, what the hell is wrong with you? You get that this is wrong to even speculate about this sort of stuff. Do you get that? Do you understand that? It's the type of thing that would be obvious on an interpersonal level. If you actually asked a stranger this question, they would get up and leave. They wouldn't want to talk to you anymore. It would be abhorrent to them that you would even suggest that these types of decisions be entertained. Uh, but this is a public state university making their uh, people go through this, their faculty and their employees go through this as an exercise in DEI and diversity, equity, and inclusion, which should be abolished, by the way. DEI should be abolished completely and totally, without reservation, without exception, 
every aspect of DEI, anybody who's ever used that term, should be eliminated from the workforce. 100%. I'm not even exaggerating. That is literally one of the laws that I would am advocating for right now in America, not even in a speculative or or, uh, hypothetical sort of way. Every aspect of DEI should be rooted out from our culture with abandon, with with irresponsible levels of tenacity. <laughs> Honestly, it should. Just imagine, and I, I think I think I put it somewhere in, in my stack, but there was a picture somebody posted where it was like, welcome to Dallas County's new DEI enforcement officer. And it's just this black guy like sitting at a desk, smiling. And you just think like, what? so what is he doing to earn his money all day? What does he do eight hours a day in the government? What is he doing? Like, just imagine being a DEI officer. And there's never been one before, right? So they've created this, this class of people whose whole job is to systematically and with the power of the government, what? Bring down white people? Uh, try to give jobs to women? Like, like what, what, what are you going to do? Like, what does he do? He sits down, he sits down at his desk on the first day and is like, all right, get me a spreadsheet of all of the employees uh, and organize it by race and age and sex and sexual orientation. Bring me that, please. And he gets it and he's just like, oh, too many of these guys. Got to get rid of some of them. Not enough of these guys. Got to bring some of them in, even if they're not qualified. Like, how is this beneficial to anybody on any level? You can't make that argument, can you? Uh, unless you have a completely warped view, like a warped goal. And really, you have to just look at what the goal is of all of these people. What is their ultimate goal? See, my ultimate goal is to give people the freedom to do whatever they want and then allow them the liberty of suffering the consequences of whatever that choice they make. Seems pretty simple to me. And also, not have the ability to aggressively impose their views on anybody that disagrees with them. I think that's an admirable admirable goal. I think that's a reasonable goal. I think it's a goal that is consistent across the board, no matter what situation you're put in, no matter what the races that you're talking about are, the sexes that you're talking about are. It's just you apply one reasonable moral standard of doing to others as, as you would have done unto you. Right, the golden rule of Jesus Christ, Nazareth, the Son of God, and that's it. It's 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 fine. And so you get all these weird inconsistencies when you stray from a basic moral or ethical foundation. If the foundation of your ethics is moral is 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 liquid, you can't stand on it. Right? You'll sink. You have to have something firm and, and a foundation. They don't have that. What they have is jealousy, resentment, envy, uh, greed, right? They have all of the other things that they want to couch in, in words about like equity and inclusion, but that's not what it means. That's not what it means at all. And they wouldn't want somebody coming in and forcing them to have, you know, higher different races of people. So they shouldn't do it to anybody else. See, the, the moral and, and ethical solidity of actual spiritual goodness overrides any particulars 
in terms of details. But they constantly flip-flop and, and switch between things, and they aren't against like people having benefits from who they are. They're just against certain people having benefits, and so they want to take those benefits away and give them to other people. You could just have none, no, no benefits based off of immutable aspects. You could just do that. You could just say race should not be an aspect of admission to a college flat out. That's it. Conversation over. Or you can take the, the population percentages of a certain college and compare it to the population percentage of a country or the world and then decide that you have to alter some one way or the other. It's all arbitrary. It's all nonsense. It all needs to be thrown out. It all needs to be utterly and completely extricated from our entire society. DEI is a death cult suicide pact that is completely at odds with nature and reality and fairness and morality. So we can just stop it right now. We can just end all of this by just rejecting it outright. Not only is it not being rejected, it is being forcibly shoved down our throats at every level. And the outcome of this is literally just terrifying. It is abominable. And we'll show you some of that on the other side. We're going to take your phone calls this hour. Feel free to call in to American Journal. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. We're going to get to some of the hardcore news in just a little bit. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get the new, brand new, turmeric toothpaste by Dr. Jones' Natural. It's high-quality toothpaste, supports your oral health, and has the power of turmeric to help block your uh, inflammation of your gums. It's really incredible stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well now available at infowarstore.com they're amazing products and they fund the infowar take action now at infowarstore.com i have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist i have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics not just in america but in the world we are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war but i don't deserve the credit Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are taking your phone calls. Again, the number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. We're going to get into some of the academic stuff here in just a little bit. I feel like, I mean, there's so many stories to cover, and we can get into some of it, but it's like it's like stuff that we already know. I just want to get to the bottom of things. I want to get to the heart of the issue, and all these things contribute to it. It's all different. Like we're looking at all these different facets of the of the fractal, but at its heart is the same generative force that is producing all of this. And it's it's a it's a spiritual thing. It's not even a, a factual um, argument. It's more of just like a. No, it's not. It's not like temporal. It's not something you can put your hands on. But you know, we can talk about the the drone with Russia. Right, we sent a drone. We turned off its transponder. Russia buzzed it like 19 times. We just kept it going, and finally they just like tipped it with their airplane, and the thing crashed, and they picked it up in the ocean. And then Lindsey Graham comes out and is like, we have, to now, we have to shoot down Russian jets now. Now it's time to shoot down Russian jets. And it's just like, okay, you know, great. So, they're tr- so like we know. We know they're trying to start a war with Russia directly with America. We know that they've been doing that for the last year, and we know that prior to that, they worked very hard to undermine and perform a coup in Ukraine and train the Nazi battalions there. Like, we know all of that, and we know that they're gearing up for war with China. They're doing, you know, urban war exercises in France and in America. Like, we know this. We know they're trying to go with, to war with Russia. We know they're trying to go with war uh, to war with China. We know they're fabricating crises to consolidate and centralize and regulate small banks, so everything has to go to the big banks, just like they did during the COVID pandemic to consolidate all of the purchasing power into the hands of the mega corporations like Amazon. Like we know all of this. All of this is happening at a massively increased rate. It's just like how do you get through to people that all of this is connected, all of this is intertwined, all of this is pushing the same anti-human agenda and that you cannot afford to shrug your shoulders and shake your head and go, well, that's some people, right? Or like same thing, you know. <laughs> My wife um, would have these conversations. She'd like, for years it would happen. She'd go to these like happy hours with her, with her work. And I'd be like, so how was it? And she'd be like, it was, it was pretty good. But, you know, by the end of the night, we were all arguing and it was, it was me versus everybody else again. And like, my wife is not like a political person. She was like apolitical. But everybody else, but she's also not in the modern cultural milieu, Right. She doesn't watch new shows. She doesn't listen to new music. She doesn't keep up with celebrity drama or the the news at all, right? She watches like Lord of the Rings for the 500th time and just, you know, is, is a moral, decent, logical person. And so she'd be in these arguments with these people about like having kids. And it's like everybody in her office is arguing against having children. 
And she's just like, but having children is great and, and amazing and it's what we're made for and it's the fulfillment of our lives. And they're just like, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's it's not. Actually, you shouldn't have kids. It's for the earth. You shouldn't have the... And it's just like everybody in her office arguing against her and she's just like, yeah, but babies are cute though. What are you talking about? And it's just like, and now, now all of her coworkers are like realizing that they want to have kids. And it's like, well, I, I really, honestly, I pray they're able to have kids. I really honestly pray it's it's not too late for them but it could be it's like you can't afford to be wrong about this sort of stuff you can't afford to fall for the tricks of this type of crap same thing with like transgenderism same thing with like sometimes she's talking about they're arguing whether the term lady was sexist they're like you shouldn't use the term lady It, it puts women in a box it's like i guess i mean what (laughs) like what are you talking about And it's like eventually, you know, the reality has to come out. Eventually, the truth has to make itself known. And it's not hard to know what the truth is. You just have to not be a sucker. You just have to not be able to to be fooled by baseless propaganda. It's really not that hard. It's really not that hard to figure out what the truth is. And you cannot afford to be wrong about some of this stuff. And so I just wonder if like like if you can be wrong about something that fundamental – that foundational, that like core to the human experience, does it not make you wonder about everything else? Does it not make you wonder, why did I believe that? Who told me that? Why were they telling me that? Why did I believe them? Why are all of the shows that I watch pushing this same message? Why is all the music that I listen to pushing this same message? Why is all the news telling me the stuff that I now realize to be utterly untrue? And what else is it not telling me the truth about? Like, how do you not make that that leap? How do you not extrapolate from from one instance to see all of the other instances? How are people still so fooled by this crap when it's a matter of existence, whether you're right or wrong about it? I really don't. I really struggle to to figure out how we chart our way back to some semblance of sanity and reasonableness when even when these people are proven wrong over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, they keep thinking the same thing. I don't I don't know how you deal with people like that. And it's just the most basic stuff too. And it's, it, it, I mean, it's like the emperor's new clothes, but even that's more understandable than Joe Biden saying that Republicans are trying to defund the police. You hear that type of stuff and you just go, what? What is going on in this world? Like, what is, what have they done to you people? They have you arguing against having children? They have you cutting off your son's genitals? They have you putting them on hormone blockers and you're going along with this and you're just confused by it. You took a vaccine and now you have heart problems and you can't see the connection between these. I have to explain this to you. I can't explain that to you. I can't explain to you that the sky is blue. I can't explain to you that you should have chill. Like I can't, we can't do that anymore. Things are too far gone for us to have, have to be covering the most basic aspects of humanity with you people. You don't get after Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and Libya and Yugoslavia. And I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. You still don't get it. 
you still don't understand what humanity is being driven towards? You still trust these people? At a certain point, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do when you present somebody the truth and they reject it and you argue with them and then years down the line, they realize that you were right the entire time, but they don't give you credit for it. They don't say, hey, it turned out you were right. They do a weird mental gymnastics, kind of like Scott Adams with the vaccine, right? Where he goes, you were right, you win, the vaccines were bad. But I, it's still good that I disagreed with you because we were both just guessing and neither one of us knew and, and you just happened to be lucky this case. It's like at a certain point, you're going to drive humanity off a cliff, but I'm not coming with. The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, let's go to your phone calls now. We have Max in Kansas who wants to talk about Yay. Yay West. Thanks for calling in. Max, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. How are you, man? Good. Good, good. Uh, it's good to be calling again. And again, I'm once freed again from my master's uh, within the education system. Um, it's good to be calling in. Um, yeah, good to hear from now, you. Now, I, uh, I wanted to call in and talk about um, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Um, just kind of putting it short, I, it, it does truly baffle me still uh, that people call uh, Kanye anti-Semitic. Um, because, and, and I'm a little nervous to be having this conversation on air, but I, I, I think it's of, of, uh, of worth. Um, okay. So being anti-Semitic means what? Expressing hatred or discrimination against Jews, right? Mm. What is there necessarily something hateful about saying that there are Jewish people running media? Is it not racist for black people to commonly say that white people run everything? I mean, if you say the NFL is made up of mostly black people, does that mean that you hate black people? No. I mean, you know, uh, Nick and Ye are just kind of calling out what's objectively true. Media people, management CEOs, or who are Jewish. I mean, it's it's, it's impossible to to deny that there are some very important institutions and uh, areas of of power within America that are run by by Jewish people. Hollywood, American politics, banks, NGOs, and some of our most powerful institutions. 
And then, but, but here's the real thing is then people will ask why it matters. And here's the simplest answer I can give. Uh, why does it matter? Because they have bad motives. Why not ask the implications of, of their profile having motives, right? They're not Christian, not white, not black. If they're, characteristically, if they're characteristically different from the people they're above, then what are their implications? Because there, there are Jewish people who, who run big banks, the media, who run the government. If you notice it and call, call that out, you know, people, people, they just start calling you names. Do they really even try to tell you that, that that's not true? No. <laughs> right. and because, because guess what? If you're identified as being in power, then you have accountability. So mm. if there really are you know, types of people in power, then it wouldn't, it, wouldn't it make sense that they wouldn't want people talking about it? Because they're distinct in America. They're a small minority. They're not white. They're not Christian. They're a foreign minority, essentially. And we think about Jewish differences more than Jews do. Because if there's a powerful Jewish elite, then they clearly wouldn't want people to know because they're essentially a foreign minority. And if you, you know, if you kind of bring out that fact, people would start to question that. And really, um, you know, I guess it could be of concern to some um, that, well, then why are they running American government, right? Because clearly pointing out the fact that foreigners would be running American government, you know, ADL, the SPLC, and other... Um, other powerful groups, you know, they're acting like they would if the people who we say are in power would be in power. If you silence people like Gay or like Nick Fuentes, who, who exposed that very fact, you know, um, the conversations aren't, aren't, they're not even being allowed to happen. Because you bring it up, people call you crazy, they call you evil, they say you have sick, some sick motivation behind what you're saying. Can you just not be interested in the cause and effect? Can you not be interested in such an occurrence that so many non-Christians and foreign, foreigners run important American systems? I mean, can we not question how they think, how they act, their motivations behind the harming of Americans? Because this is this is simply this is some, simply something that you're just not allowed to talk about. And I think because it's true, because they're not the victims like the world would want us to believe. Like clearly, they're powerful. They ban people. They cancel their bank accounts. They encourage hatred among those who expose them. And I'm not talking about every single Jewish person. That's not what I'm saying. I think you understand what I'm saying. I'm saying more powerful, um, you know, groups within within America. And I'm not even looking for people to say I agree with you or you're right. I just want people to maybe entertain the idea that maybe it's true and maybe there's something to this because people truly don't know. When they blindly say it's not true, they're not using their head. And I think that it's just something uh, <laughs> worthy of noting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course the the reaction just reinforces and, and even like frustrates you know normal people who recognize that pattern uh, into like – more extreme like it's it it creates a frustration when you're like oh it's all these it's all these jews who are who are doing this people are like oh you hate jews and it's like no no i'm just trying to have a conversation they're just like you can't have a conversation you can't have a bank account you can't live and then people go well what the hell now i'm now you're my enemy now we have to fight each other apparently because (laughs) i'm just trying to have a conversation and you're and you're going insane on me and again i it's it's weird because it's like you can literally just take what what the adl says and just repeat it and you're called anti-Semitic. Like it's very bizarre. I mean, the the Jonathan right. Greenblatt like went on that interview after Kanye and was like, "We have to punish Kanye, or else people will start doing what Kanye did and talking about this." So it's like, okay, so what you just said is that you have to use your power collectively as Jews to silence people criticizing you, or else more people will right. criticize you. Like that's not a good thing. Right. You're not allowed to do that. So. What are you talking about? So no, I think I think it's a a valid thing to consider, and I think for the sake of the Jews, they like Jews need to stand up against other Jews who are doing this type of stuff, who are doing stuff in your name and going, you know, yes, it's us Jews that are doing this. If you're against that, yeah, you need to call that out. 
for your own sake. So this this cycle of uh, you know animosity can get cut off because nobody nobody just just like hates Jews and f- for no reason. Well, it's it's a pretty simple cycle actually. It's like you see things that are wrong in the world. Then you do research into it, and you see a bunch of Jews taking credit for all of that stuff, and you go, oh, so it's Jews. And then you get people saying you can't talk about that. You're not allowed to talk about it. We're going to shut your bank account and fire you from your job and make you a non-entity if you continue to talk about that. And you go, okay, so so this really is an evil force that I'm dealing with here. So it's like it's a feedback loop that happens with anybody who's like – curious and actually looking into you know the way things have have changed in this country over the last 50 years so it's not beneficial for anybody uh the way that these corporations or these organizations like the adl who are self-appointed don't be elected they, they weren't elected by the jews right like it's not it's not like they send out a questionnaire and every jew in america answers the same right they're individuals they're human beings just like everybody of every race color and creed has differences within them from the rest of everybody else. Like it's, it's not an offensive thing to say. It's not a mean thing to say. And there's a, there's an alchemy that goes on in the mind, especially of the liberal, where just factual things uh, get transmuted into hate for no reason at all. And it happens with with everything, right? I can sit here and go, yeah, I don't want my son. Uh, I don't want to learn that when I drop my son off at school, there's a man in a dress who's telling him that he's a girl and secretly dressing up as a girl, uh, him up as a girl and getting him a prescription to hormones. I don't like that. And that becomes, oh, you hate transgender people and want to murder them. You want to genocide trans people. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the same thing happens with, with Jews where it's like, you go, if you say anything about Jews, it's like, well, you want to halt. Now you want to Holocaust everyone. And it's like, well, wait, what? No, if, if this is really happening, then we should be able to talk about it. If it's not really happening, then we should be able to talk about it because that's how you get to the truth about any of this. So silencing, censoring, intimidation, mafia tactics are never going to be beneficial to anybody on either side. It's used by the people at the top. And look, just so just so we're perfectly clear, you know, I was having this conversation with with a friend of mine during uh, COVID, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, you know. I was thinking it's the Jews behind everything, but like, why are they vaccinating Israel at such a high rate if this isn't a good thing and it's a trick by the Jews? And it's like, well, it's because it's not a trick by the Jews. It's a trick by the elites, some of which are Jewish, some of which aren't, but they hate everyone and they want to uh, impose their will on everyone. And just like they'll destroy the black community in America with, you know, crack in L.A. in the 80s flown in by the CIA, they'll also destroy the white people with opiates in, in Appalachia in the 2000s. It's not that they hate blacks or hate whites. It's that they use whatever tactic it can be def- refined to those particular people. So they'll attack Christians off of you know guilt about the Holocaust and they'll attack Jews using the, th- the threat or the fear or the anxiety about the Holocaust. Like it doesn't matter you know who you are except in that they have to tailor their attack on you to your specific race, religion, color, creed. Nobody's nobody's above criticism. Nobody is, you know, we, we're not, not allowed to talk about anybody. We can talk about everybody. If you want to come to some sort of 
reasonable understanding between all of us, that's the only way forward. And by censoring and and threatening and blackmailing people, you only make it worse for everyone, Jews, Gentiles, everybody in between. So uh, thanks for the call, Max. More of your calls on the other side. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does any introduction to such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad, the last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Taking your calls. We do calls and videos for most of the rest of the show. We got some great videos. I'm sure the calls will be good as well. Let's go to Marvin in Alabama. You know about interactions you had with Chat GPT having to do with the Bible. Thanks for calling in, Marvin. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Good to talk to you. Yeah, first I wanted to say that the sky is definitely not blue. It's milky white, man. You know that. <laughs> Darn but, it. Uh, yeah. And, yeah <laughs> no, so, no, but that, was, hold on, hold on. That that is actually the perfect like thing. We can say the sky is blue, and everybody knows it's true, but it's like if you're arguing with a liberal, they're like, um, actually, during sunset, it turns orange, and uh, sometimes it's cloudy, and it's white. It's like, you know what I mean. You know the truth is the sky is blue, and you want to pick like little instances where it's not completely blue and say that that means the sky isn't blue anymore. It's actually like that's actually right. how it works. It's insane. The sky is yeah, black at night. Yeah, not blue at night and sunset and sunrise and when it's full of chemtrails. You're right. I'm so, so uh, I'm so yeah. wrong. It's not it's not blue. You're right. I, I shall correct myself. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So with the Bible, so I was having a discussion with someone uh, about how you end up in hell, and I was trying to explain the nuance that it's not because of sin. That you know, of course, uh, people would have all gone to hell 
due to our state of sin had it not been for Jesus' sacrifice, but because he fixed that problem, if you go to hell, it's because you rejected Jesus, not because of the sin. And proof of that is, if you find yourself in hell, there will be people in heaven that committed more sins and worse sins than you did. And the guy just couldn't get it. So later I found myself on ChatGPT, and I wondered, okay, I wonder how well this can understand nuance. So I started asking it about uh, the gospel and this and that, and I asked it, okay, what's the requirements for salvation? And of course it spit out, and and specifically according to the King James Bible, and it spit out that you uh, have to have faith in Jesus and repent of your sins. And of course, repent of your sins is not a requirement, and this is what has caused so many false denominations in Christianity out there, uh, because they teach that, and that's wrong, because, uh, you know, you can never repent of all your sins. You would endlessly be doing it. So that, this is Monday night, and I convinced it. We went through some scriptures together. I say together. Seems, seems kind of creepy. but And I convinced it, step by step, and it only took me a few minutes, and it said, you know, basically I'm summarizing. It, it said, you're right. I'm going to incorporate this into my responses in the hmm. future. So I waited 24 hours, and I went back last night, and I tried it again, and it gave me, uh, it started back from scratch. So it did right. not incorporate, yeah. So it was much more difficult last night. I spent 10 times longer going scripture by scripture by scripture, explaining that it was using repentance out of context. Repentance doesn't mean repent of your sins. Repent means turn from something to something else. And the verses it was giving me didn't mean, you know, uh, for salvation and this and that. And finally, I had to break it down and say, okay, you get saved through faith. After that, let's say a person fails to repent, do they lose their salvation? And it, it had already agreed that salvation is eternal, like the Bible teaches. So it took a minute, and it finally kicked out a response basically saying, you know, you're right, and I'm going to incorporate this into my answers in the future. Now, I didn't know about ChatGPT4 coming out yesterday or whatever. I'm not that up to speed on all this. Uh, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, why it kind of reset and, and was much more difficult last night to convince than it was just one night before. Uh, and, and also, I'm not sure, it, you know, it explained to me, because I asked it specifically, I said, do you remember conversations like this so that you can incorporate answers in the future? And it said, I don't remember the conversation for the lesson. Hmm. So... Well, it's yeah. yeah that, that's I, I don't, a, that is interesting. The, the crew is just pulling up another thing that I find incredibly creepy, which is that there's apparently a chat bot now that says you can talk to Jesus now. It just seems like the most demonic thing you can possibly do. A chat bot lets you talk yeah. to Jesus and Hitler in the latest controversy in the AI Gold Rush. I mean, you know, we. Well, that brings me to well. So I asked. I got to. I got to move on to other callers, Marvin. I, th- I thank you for the call, and you know. I don't want to get into the the theological argument right here, but it is extremely interesting and and it's a uh, it's again just points to the nuance and lack of of ability that ChatGPT has. I would I would trust a a priest over a robot one hundred out of one hundred times. Uh, thank you for the call, though, Marvin. Interesting stuff. Let's go to Jack in Wisconsin. You want to talk about the Chinese social media or social uh, credit score rabbit hole? Go ahead, uh, Jack. You're on the air. Jack in Wisconsin. All right, moving on to Jason, Titans of Liberty. What's up, Jason? How you doing? Titans of Liberty on uh, Bandad Video. How you doing, Jason? You're on the air. Sometimes in the middle of June. How's the song go? Sometimes all I think about is Jews. Late <laughs> night in the middle of June. I haven't heard that song, Jason. <laughs> it's a new one to me. 
Yeah, it's called Sometimes All I Think About Is Jews. Never heard. <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> All I got to say is, you guys put up a nice, uh, strategic, educational argument, and Kanye just <laughs> didn't say it right. <laughs> Kanye saying he loves you know who. Was not cool because I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna have a recording of me saying that. Right. It was just retarded. It was Kanye. You never go full retard. <laughs> you, you went full retard, man. You never go full retard. I'm telling you, I just think I think he was just ahead of the curve. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. this is a, a re a redo yeah, of, a redo of him uh, saying George Bush like doesn't like white American people and everybody being shocked. <laughs> no, but but again, you know, it's like uh, if you're talking about love on a spiritual sense and, and the way Jesus Christ, you know, taught people to love, you are supposed to love the worst people in the world. You really are. And, you know, again, it's like he said he loves Hitler. He also said he loves Jews. That's not a Nazi uh, mindset. Nazis didn't say we love Hitler and also we love Jews. That's not what the Nazis thought. He was uh, he was expressing something entirely different. I, I understood what he was trying to express, but you're right. You can't you can't expect people to, to come uh, along with you I, without I laying the groundwork for him. I understand fully that he went full retard. And <laughs> right. it's all right, man. It's okay. We 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 still love you, Kanye, kinda. You know, I just I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> hey Kanye, feel free to make fun of my whack raps anytime you want. I just want to thank you guys too, man, for um the commercial. I do have to say if if you guys still want to play that you know, commercial, please, because I messed up. I didn't put my credentials on it. Can you just put Jason Lowe, God is not dead records on there? That's it. I'm not mad or none. I'm not saying that. I love you. I'm more than ecstatic that you guys do that up there. I wrote that song in 2020, uh, right before uh, J6, actually. All right. Well, you des- you deserve the uh, the credit for it. So thank you for the uh, for the call, Jason. Very good to, to hear from you again. And uh, yeah, we, we I, I always like playing your stuff whenever whenever yeah. you come out with something new. I, I make sure to put it on and top I just of the list. Say, I love all you guys, and if you voted for Biden, you have no opinion. Brad Chaffer, Pat Riley, thank you. <laughs> Aim into Good that, night. sir. Aim into that. Uh, let's go to Antonio in New Jersey. Uh, you have you have something nice to say about our new toothpaste? I understand, Antonio. I didn't get. I didn't even get it yet. Oh, I'm waiting. Yeah, I I can't wait to try it. It's uh, I I I got the uh, the silver, the super silver, mm-hmm. the whitening toothpaste. But you guys didn't have it anymore, so I had to get it from his dad. Yeah, and um, yeah, and it's it's all good. And uh, I just I wanted to give a suggestion about the toothpaste. And I don't know if you guys could get it down that small, but. If you could get like a uh, sample sizes, hmm. you know, with the uh, information on one side and Infowars.com on the other side or band.video. And um, just way I could go to my dentist and hand them out. That's I, you know, not a bad it's, idea. It's kinda, yeah, you know, if there's nine people in the office, that's kind of expensive, you know, for someone like me. So it'd be great to have yeah, like you samples, you know. You, you, you can't do your own containers with that. You can't be handing out little... Uh, little Ziploc bags that you squeeze toothpaste into. So it's got to, it's got to look good. It's, right. it's got to be the little travel size things. You know, that's, that's not a bad idea. And you know, it's, it's funny. The Infowars toothpaste is like, is not just one of our best selling products. And we have a couple different versions now, but like, it's one of the products that like when it, 
sells out. I get calls from like my friends and family that are like, dude, I need toothpaste. What's going on? Can you get me some? Is there some at the office? Can I have some? Like people love the InfoWars toothpaste because it's good. Because it's really good. I mean, they, they love all the products. Like, you know, we get calls all the time from people about all of the products and, and how much they've changed their lives. And, of course, that's what it's all about. Um, but, man, the toothpaste is like another level for some people. And I'm sure the turmeric toothpaste is, is going to be just like that, too. Of course, it's, it's brand new. It just came out. So some people haven't gotten it yet, even if they've ordered it. Uh, but it is ready to ship. It is in stock. It is non-fluoride. It is just as powerful and as good as the stuff that we've had before, but it just has the added bonus of having having turmeric, which helps to support your gut, uh, your uh, not gut inflammation, but your gum inflammation. So thanks so much for the call, Antonio. More calls on the other side. We're also going to show that video that I sort of teased at the beginning of the first hour. Uh, I think we'll, well, maybe we'll try to play it. It's a little over five minutes, but we'll try to squeeze it in the next segment here. Stay tuned. Third hour begins in just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsTore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsTore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsTore.com. 